This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. فَدَلَّاهُمَا بِغُرُورٍ فَلَمَّا ذَاقَ الشَّجَرَةَ بَدَتْ لَهُمَا سَوْآتُهُمَا وَطَفِقَا يَخْصِفَانِ عَلَيْهِمَا مِنْ وَرَقِ الْجَنَّةِ وَنَادَاهُمَا رَبُّهُمَا أَلَمْ أَنْهَكُمَا عَنْ تِلْكُمَا الشَّجَرَةِ وَأَقُلْ لَكُمَا إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ لَكُمَا عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ قال ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي فالحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمه الله تعالى وبركاته once again i wish to share with you um, something about ayah number 24 of Surah Al-A'raf, uh, 23 and actually 24 of Surah Al-A'raf, even though I started from ayah number 22. Uh, and this seventh surah of the Qur'an in the beginning describes the story of Adam alayhi salam. Adam alayhi salam's story has been talked about or he's been referenced in the Qur'an seven times. Um, and of those seven times, these two, the one in Baqarah and the one in A'raf are in detail. So the two times that Allah mentions the story in some detail are in the second and the seventh surah. And in both of those, he highlights different things about the story. So in this particular story, Allah describes in detail how shaitan got to our parents, to our mother and father, Adam and Hawa, salamun alayhimah, how did he get to them? And the dua that's related to that is actually important to understand first, how did they end up slipping to begin with? In Baqarah, Allah said, أَزَلَّهُمَ الشَّيْطَانُ عَنْهَا You know, the shaitan made them slip. He caused them to slip from Allah's command. And a slip is something when you're not careful. Right? So it's not something deliberate, it's something, it happens when you're not being careful, you're not watching your step. And that's the idea behind that mistake, that it's actually, with shaitan, a human being has to be constantly careful, watching out, how is he going to attack, what sneaky way is he going to approach. In this surah, Allah describes, فَدَلَّهُمَا بِغُرُورٍ The word dalu in Arabic language is actually used for a bucket. And a verb from it is to lure them. Now back in the day, you may have seen this in, cartoons, some of you that are old enough to watch old-time cartoons, is, you know, they're trying to capture the animal, so they have a bucket, and they've got some food in it, and they've got a rope, and they kind of slowly pull the bucket, and the animal kind of follows along, little by little by little, and you're trapping the animal by reeling it in using a trap. That's actually called tadliya in Arabic, and that's from the word dalu, which is bucket itself. Similarly, when you're, you know, when buckets are dropped in a well, they don't just come up, you have to little by little reel them up. They don't just come up right away. You have to roll them up one motion at a time. Allah is telling us that shaitan, when Allah had rejected him, and Adam and our mother were in Jannah, that shaitan didn't just come to them and say, hey, that tree, come on, do it. It wasn't like that. He lured them little by little by little, one step at a time, so that one tiny step, they couldn't tell that he's actually calling them to disobey Allah. The first step looked innocent. The second step didn't look that bad. And so when these little, little steps happen, then... You don't realize what's actually going on until it's too late. And that's his strategy. To get you, you know, sometimes he'll make you do something wrong, but he won't just say, do the haram. He'll say, I mean, come on, what's so bad about one little... I mean, it's just a phone call. 
It's just this. Is that haram too? And then you think, no, that's not haram. That's not so bad. So I guess that's okay. And then you take a little step, and then another little step, and then another little step. You know, in, um, in, in uh, psychology one time, our professor showed us this weird video of two frogs, right? And they have this, this puddle of water, and one of the puddles of water is really hot. And they, they throw the frog in it, it jumps out right away. It can't tolerate the heat, it, it pops out right away. And they take this other frog, and they sit it in this puddle of water, which is normal temperature, but they heat it slowly. Right? And the water keeps getting hotter, and the, the frog's not realizing it until actually the frog dies. It gets so hot, it kills him. But he didn't realize it. It was a slow death, without the real, and all of his reflexes were dulled because it wasn't an immediate reaction. He wasn't called to, he wasn't alerted right away. And that's actually how Allah describes the strategy of shaitan in these ayat. And finally, when he did make them slip, Allah made them realize that they've done something wrong right away. And this is not a dars about the story because that would take a very long time about this ayah. But I want to get to the dua. But in order to get to the dua, the important thing to note is when we do something wrong, sometimes we don't get punished right away or we don't see the alarm go off right away. You know, I, when in high school I used to work in a, in a clothing store and clothes used to have, in like Junction Boulevard in, in the Spanish neighborhood in, in New York City, everybody spoke Spanish. Everybody was either Puerto Rican or Dominican. But you know, the, the, the clothes, all of them had this alarm thing on it. You have to have a magnet thing to take it off. And if you walk out of the store without it taken off, dee, 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 alarm goes off right away, right? You, you'll know something's wrong. There are some things you do that the alarm goes off right away. But most of the time when we do something wrong, is there any consequence right away? No. There's no consequence. No, nobody knows. You, you don't even realize you're doing something wrong at the time. Maybe your conscience hits you the next day, hours later. But at the moment, even if you feel bad, it's not like you got punished or caught immediately. When one of us lies, it's not like our tongue starts burning. When a, one of us looks at something wrong, it doesn't feel like our eyes don't get an allergic reaction. It doesn't work that way. If somebody steals, their hand doesn't go paralyzed for a few hours. That doesn't work. But with Adam salam, when he ate from that tree, and our mother together, when they, it's important, when they both ate from that tree, then immediately Allah removed their clothes. Immediately Allah removed their clothes. And this is important because some mistakes we make, we don't get caught right away, we don't get punished right away, we don't get disciplined right away. We don't see the impact of those events right away. But with our parents, as soon as they made the mistake, Allah made them see the consequences of that action immediately. And they start covering themselves with leaves. From the leaves of Jannah, they start covering themselves because they're humiliated. They're embarrassed. And so as they start doing that, Allah starts speaking to them and says, didn't I, didn't I stop you from this one tree? Didn't I prevent you from going near that tree? And it's not hadihi shajara here, it's tilkuma shajara. Tilka is for ismul ishara lil ba'id, something that's far away. The idea being there are endless trees in Jannah. Endless trees in Jannah. How many trees are haram? One tree. You have all these trees of all these fruits and all this provision, khalidina fiha, or khalidaini fiha in this case, and they can go wherever they want, but that's that one tree that Allah made haram, and somehow shaitan, little by little by little, got them first in the neighborhood of that haram tree, and then a little bit closer in the shade of that haram tree, and eventually to the fruit of that haram, like it's, it's a step-by-step process to get you there. In other words, shaitan will make you bypass so many halal options, to get you to the one haram option he wants. You know, Allah has opened up a lot of halal roads. And shaitan wants you to skip the halal 
and go for the haram. And he'll make you overlook the halal possibilities that are in front of you. And so when, when he got there, Allah Azza questioned them, how could you do this? And you know, didn't I prevent you from doing this? And so Allah Azza wa says, and didn't I tell you shaitan is obviously an enemy to you? Well see the thing is the ayah began with shaitan tricking them, but it wasn't obvious. But at the end, Allah says, didn't I tell you shaitan is an obvious enemy? So there's an opposite, there's a contrast. Shaitan not being obvious to us, because he tricks slowly, small steps, unnoticeable steps. The alarm doesn't go off. And Allah says, be clear, he's obviously an enemy. You know what that means? That Adam salam and through him his children are being trained. There are some steps that shaitan makes you take that are not very obvious, but you have to have the eyes to know that's heading down the road. It may not be the disobedience of Allah, but it's one step closer to the disobedience of Allah. It's two steps closer. So if somebody questions me or, and says, hey, this is wrong, you can actually say, no, I didn't disobey Allah. You could actually get away with saying that, but your conscience will know you took a step closer towards Allah's disobedience. And the only one who will know is you. Even if they were hundreds of miles away from that tree, and one day they were five miles away, and one day they were two miles away, and one day they were 20 feet away, 10 feet away, they still weren't doing anything haram. Even until one foot away, they're not doing something haram. They can't be questioned. But they're walking closer and closer into the gravitational force field of sin. And that's the challenge for human beings. Human beings are we're very good at making excuses until it's too late. Now, they see the consequence of their action. And Allah does question them immediately. By the way, does Allah do that to us? When we do something wrong, does Allah immediately come in and say, didn't I tell you not to do that? And He disciplines. That doesn't happen in this world. We wait for those consequences until the end. Until a time that's Allah has named Judgment Day. Until then. But with them, immediately they saw it. And while right then and there, when they saw that consequence, this is the dua they made. رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ I'll take four more minutes. Our master, we did wrong to ourselves. We did wrong to ourselves. In the previous ayah, who was scheming the whole time? Shaitan was. They don't bring up shaitan. They don't tell Allah, Ya Allah, shaitan got me. You were right, he's an enemy. You know, he's an enemy and he, he, he won this time. Nope. They immediately took responsibility for themselves. They said, we both did wrong to ourselves. And they didn't even blame each other. They didn't even say, you know, I wasn't going to do it, but she was like, come on, let's try it a little bit. Or, like, because you know, when, you get, when two people get caught, when two kids get caught, what do they do? Well, that's what they do, right? So when we get blamed, we say, well, yeah, I messed up, but what about you? And then the other one says, what about you? And we start pointing the finger at, at each other. فَدَّرَأْتُمْ فِيهَا Like Surah Al-Baqarah describes the Israelites. When you committed a murder, you were pointing the finger at each other instead of taking responsibility. Each of them takes responsibility for themselves and says, we did wrong to ourselves. We admit our fault in this without pointing the finger at the other. وَإِلَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا And if you don't cover for both of us. In other words, I'm not just concerned about saving myself. I'm concerned about saving my family too. I'm concerned about their mistake too. It's not just that I want to be clear with Allah, they can go to hell. No, Ya Allah, we both need forgiveness. She's making dua for him, he's making dua for her, and they're saying it in one voice. That's a very powerful thing. That's a very powerful thing. For a family to make dua for each other together, even though one of them or both of them have made a mistake. وَتَرْحَمْنَا If you don't show us love and care and mercy, we will absolutely be from those that have, been, that have lost, that have become losers. Now often it's misunderstood that this dua was taught to them after they came to the earth. But actually, this dua they made while they were still in Jannah. Immediately when they got caught. 
And it is after that that Allah says, إِهْبِطُوا قَالَ إِهْبِطُوا بَعْضُكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ عَدُوا Come down from here, you will be enemies to each other. In other words, as soon as they made dua to Allah to forgive, Allah forgave them. Listen carefully. Allah forgave them while they were still where? In Jannah. And then Allah sent them to the earth, meaning Allah did not send them to the earth to punish them. Allah did not send them to the earth to punish them. That was already done with. The mistake has been made, the lesson has been taught, istighfar has been made. And when someone genuinely asks Allah for forgiveness, we went through this before, then Allah has forgiven. That's done with. Now Allah says, now you're ready for the earth. Now that you've made a mistake, and you've learned that mistakes will get caught, and then you've turned back to Allah in forgiveness, now that you understand this cycle, now you're ready for life on this earth. And life on the earth will be more difficult because you'll become enemies to each other. In other words, shaitan will be your enemy, but often man will become woman's enemy, woman will become man's enemy. You'll point the finger at each other. You won't be like this where you're genuinely asking Allah for forgiveness together. You won't be like that anymore. You'll become more selfish. And so Allah warned both of them that this is going to happen if you don't watch out. This was the test. This, this experiment in Jannah is literally what it was. It was a lab test before you get into the real field. This is the real field, you know. That wasn't to trick them to be thrown into the earth and they're punished on the earth and we could have been in Jannah if they just didn't eat that fruit, we would have been fine. No, that's the Christian version. Quran's version, Islam's version is not that. They were not punished, punished and sent to the earth. They were meant to come to the earth. I've sent the Khalifa on the earth. So the last thing I want to share with you about this dua is that sometimes Allah will bring some difficulty to us in this life because of our sins. ظَهَرَ الْفَسَادُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ Allah Azza wa Jalla says, you know, مَا أَصَابَكُمْ بِمُصِيبَةٍ فَمِمَّا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ Allah says that, you know, Allah wants you to taste some of the sins you've done in this life. Some consequence of it. And sometimes when a calamity hits, Allah says, that's because of what you did with your own hands. There are some things you did that are messed up and they lead to consequences. There, there are consequences for our actions. I'm not saying one day you were bad to your mom and the next day you slipped on a banana peel and broke your leg. Those two things are connected. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying there are sometimes consequences for our mistakes. But those are not punishments. Just like their clothes being removed and Allah questioning them was not a punishment. How could it possibly be a punishment they're still in Jannah? That's just a teaching moment. That is Allah teaching. Sometimes teaching is done through discipline. Those difficulties that we get in life, those are special moments in which we have to turn to Allah and say, we've done wrong to ourselves. If you don't cover for us, and if you don't forgive us, and if you don't show us love and mercy, then definitely we've become from those that are lost. In other words, if we didn't make that dua, if we didn't turn to Allah and acknowledge our mistake, then we would be ultimate losers. The last, last, last thing, I know I'm taking long, but this is important for, for myself to remember and you to remember. The big difference between shaitan and Adam salam is one thing. The big difference between the two. Both of them made a mistake, yes or no? Our parents made a mistake, shaitan made a mistake. They both disobeyed Allah It's true. But one of them, after making the mistake, and after being told, that's a mistake. Adam was told, you made a mistake. Our mother was told, she made a mistake. Iblis was told, he made a mistake. Same thing. But when he was told he made a mistake, he started explaining why he did it. I have reason. It's, it's logical. He's made of dirt. Why am I supposed to? I'm better. It's not just arrogance. He's offering a logical explanation. Adam salam could offer a logical explanation too. He could. In other durus I've explained that. But instead he says, I, did, I made a mistake. Every time you and I make a mistake and we get caught, 
There's going to be an urge inside you. Let me explain myself. Let me justify. Let me offer a rationale. Let me not admit. Let me not just, be, just admit to myself, I messed up. Ya Rab, I messed up. And remember, that confession you have to make is not to other people, it's to Allah. Rabbana zalamna anfusana. Not ya ayyuhan nas zalamna anfusana. You tell Allah, you messed up. You confess them, you, stop, you leave your excuses behind. And it is only then that you're not from among the losers. And if you still hold on to the way of excuses, that's the way of shaitan. He justifies his behavior. He offers excuses. وَلَوْ أَلْقَى مَعَذِيرًا Allah says about human beings, they keep on making excuses. May Allah Azza wa Jal prevent us from those that make excuses. I will promise I'll stick to my time limit, inshallah ta'ala, from tomorrow, 10 to 10.15. بَارَكَ اللَّهُ لِي وَلَكُمْ Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.